Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey everyone, this is Sherry with a girl and her dog coaching and consulting. I'm so excited to share with you that since starting my business at the end of May, I have had some exciting experiences. I have had an opportunity to work with some clients with one-on-one coaching and in a course that I developed online. In addition to that, I've had some opportunities to be a guest on other podcasts, to be guests on Facebook live events to speak my story, and I am working on a brand new course that I just announced on November 30th. The course is called Confident, Courageous, and Clear, Living Life on Your Terms. And I know that this is going to be an absolute gem of a course. I am focusing on empowering middle-aged women who feel as if they have been stuck, who feel as if they have given their lives to others throughout their adult years and now realize that their children are grown, or they've hit the ceiling in their career, or maybe they're done raising families, taking care of families, and maybe have had a big pivot in life where now they stop and they start asking themselves, who am I? I have been somebody's mother for so long, I have forgotten who I am. I have been somebody's wife for so long. What is my role now? Or I've been somebody's employee. I've lived in a box. And now I want to live life on my own terms. This course is going to be a four-month course that will take you through self-image, body image and mindset, setting goals making action plans, and learning how to celebrate small wins. I'll also include time working with you on your physical health and wellness, your mental health and wellness, your emotional and social health and wellness. And we'll wrap everything up with really setting boundaries, knowing how to communicate your wants and needs, knowing how to work with the people in your world, Because you don't want to give up all of your friends and loved ones. You want them to come on board with you as you make these great changes. And then something I always believe in, how do you pay it forward for the next person? So if you are interested in learning more about confident, courageous, and clear, living life on your own terms, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at www.findagirlinherdog.com and we can connect and talk a little bit more about how we can work together soon in the near future. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Girl and Her Dog. 
I sure hope you enjoyed the start of February. Last week was quite crazy for me. So let me tell you, we have this saying at a schoolhouse that when there's a full moon, we definitely can feel it. And last week on Saturday, there was a full moon. So you can probably guess that our students and probably even some of our staff was a little bit crazy. I would even probably venture to say maybe the principal was a little crazy as well. That's my joke, and that's what I'm going to stick with. But I did get to wake up every single day feeling like I could conquer the world, and I stay pretty healthy. And I'm definitely learning this can definitely be a blessing, especially in the midlife. So today I want to talk with you a little bit about something that I blogged about yesterday. And I actually heard some of this on a podcast while I was out walking the dog. And it really kind of resonated with me. And I called the blog post, Aging is like taking care of your vintage car. Now, I want to preface everything that I'm about to say today with this. I am not a doctor. I've never been a doctor. And I am not a nutritionist. I was a PE major in college, and I am an avid um, physically active person. So I know what works for me. And that's what I'm going to share with you today on our episode. So let's get started. So as I was mentioning, I was out walking the dog yesterday and I heard someone mention on a podcast that once we hit the midlife, we really can still enjoy all the health benefits that we had in our 30s or our 40s, but we might need to make a few adjustments. And then this person started to compare taking care of our aging bodies like caring for a good vintage car. Now, I really kind of resonated with this because My dad, when I was growing up, was always about the vintage car. We always had an old car that he was working on, that he was fixing up, that he was showing off at car shows. And I loved going with him. And as a matter of fact, I remember when I was about to turn 16, he was going to give me one of those cars. Well, that didn't quite work out for me. And probably for the best, because I don't know if at that age, I would have known how to take care of it. Just like at 16, I don't know if I knew how to take care of my body necessarily. I was just living. So what this person on the podcast was talking about really, really made sense to me. And I was thinking about last year, I bought a new car. And when we buy this new car, we buy it because we get the shine, we get the bells and we get the whistles, we get the low maintenance and we get the warranty in case something goes wrong, which it really shouldn't because if we run it crazy, it's new and it's still built to withstand the early wear and tear. Our bodies are much the same. When we are younger, we recover easier quicker from a night out making bad decisions. We recover faster from sleepless nights and overworking our muscles. We may feel it some, but overall, 
with a small amount of adjustment, we can, you know, be back at it pretty quickly. We bounce back. I remember this time where I made some really bad choices one night out with friends. And for the first couple hours the next morning, I was feeling it. But after drinking a little water, taking a little Tylenol, eating a little greasy food, I was back at it in no time at all. This is not necessarily so for a vintage car or for our aging bodies. With a car, you must take care to keep scheduled maintenance, care for the worn interior or replace it altogether, and ensure that you're not, quote, hot rotting all over town on a regular basis. Our aging bodies are no different. Proper and regular care, maintenance, and rest is often needed. As I thought about this and continued to listen to the podcast, I began to think, at 51, I am still able to do most of the same physical activity as I could at 35. I have to be the first to admit I may not be as fast, but I can still accomplish the work. At 51, I still suffer from occasional sleepless nights, and I may need an extra minute to catch up, but I can still function as a normal adult the following day. And at 51, I can still say it is rare for me to be down and out with an illness or overstress, which I feel is because I take the time to care and nurture my aging body. All of these points were also discussed on this podcast, which did make me feel like, hey, maybe I do know what I'm doing with my life. I share all of this because I know so many people who talk about their aging bodies, and I don't hear them all say the same things. I know I am not unique, as I know there are so many others in the world who take care of their own bodies, and you can definitely see it in the work, pleasure, and physical activities that they participate in. However, what makes those of us who are aging gracefully when it comes to our physical health any different than those of of us who have the constant fatigue, ailments, and physical concerns? Well, as I mentioned, I'm not a doctor, and I definitely don't play one on TV, but I can speak about my own journey. And here are some thoughts that I have. Now, I really think about this quite a bit, y'all. I think about it because so many people I know, as I mentioned, they're not feeling the same way I do. And I know that I've spoken to you before about the fact that I knew at the age of six, I wanted to be a teacher. And I may have shared this as well, but I didn't want to be just a classroom teacher. I wanted to be a PE teacher. And I was on a mission. I really was. And this is what makes me kind of a weirdie, but I was on a mission to become a PE teacher that taught children, teenagers, and young adults how to take care of their bodies so that they would form these lifelong habits so that they always knew how to care for their bodies, kind of like when you learn to read, you just always know how to read. Or when you learn how to do math. That really was my goal in life. It wasn't about coaching teams, which I had done. And it wasn't about necessarily working at a specific school where I could be the PE teacher and 
go in my tennis shoes every day, which that was a little perk of it. However, it was always about how I was going to have an impact on the world. And at that point in time, I really thought my impact was going to be to help people learn how to take care of their bodies. So as I mentioned, this has been on my mind for years upon years upon years. And it takes everything I have sometimes to not say to my friends and loved ones or people I encounter, okay, I get that your knees hurt right now today, but maybe if we started a workout routine and you built some muscle, maybe they'd feel a little bit better. Now, I don't say it because I love my people in my circle and I don't want to lose my friends, but I do really want people to know it is not me being condescending. It is me just trying to have an impact on the world. So that's kind of my little thought process as I talk to you about how I take care of my own body. So number one, understanding that as we age, our bodies do change and adjustments to our nutritional needs are required. I used to boast that I could eat just about anything I wanted as often as I wanted at any time of the day or night and not really have to worry about anything. I remember nights where it was 2 or 3 a.m. and I was going through the McDonald's drive-thru if it was open and I was getting a big burger, y'all, and I was eating that thing. Then I was going home to bed and the next day I would just get up and live life as normal. I can't do that any longer. I have always used everything in moderation philosophy when it comes to nutrition. And for me, I eat not necessarily to enjoy the food, but to fuel my body. And those late night McDonald's runs, it was because I probably didn't eat dinner earlier because I was probably having too many fun margaritas and I probably forgot. And then I found myself starving in the middle of the night. Now to go back to everything in moderation, and to feel my body. I think that taking this stance on my nutrition has made my thoughts about food work for me. I don't obsess on what I can and cannot eat. I don't focus all of my daily activities on my meals, and I certainly don't feel the weight of overindulging in meals on a regular basis. Now, do I ever get off track? Absolutely. But a small turn to the left is easily resolved every once in a while. And I can still manage myself in a way that I am not overly harsh on myself. And then I don't suffer any long-term effects. I don't beat myself up when I do go sideways. I just accept it for what it is, a bad decision. And I continue on with life. Is that always easy? No but it is just how I've always lived my life. And I think once something becomes a habit, a norm, it just becomes regular. Just my thought. My physical activity continues to be a priority to me, even at 51. But what I do and how often has been adjusted a little bit. I notice that I lose muscle mass a bit easier now, especially with menopause. And I must ensure that I keep a schedule that includes weight work on a regular basis. 
I certainly don't feel that I cannot continue to lift the same amount of weight, which I can. And actually, my ability to lift weight, the limits, has increased a little bit over the years. So truly, I've gotten a little bit stronger. This is not due to me eating more spinach. And if you get that joke, you might be as old as I am. But it is because being consistent with the workouts definitely ensures that my body and my muscles can handle the work I put on them. Of course, with any type of workout, I had to start somewhere. And it wasn't with the current weights that I use now, nor with the amount of workouts that I accomplish each week. If you are a beginner on a journey to build muscles, especially in your midlife, you have to start slow. I continually think about injury to my aging body, and I plan smart workouts always, always, always. As with anything, you will not see the results overnight, and this will cause some to believe that if you do more faster, you will reap the, the benefits faster. But I can promise you this. The only thing you'll gain with that is a bad taste for the workout and a serious injury to your body. Again, use my philosophy, everything in moderation. And finally, I had to do some self-coaching and definitely some work on my own body image in the midlife. As someone who did get to enjoy a pretty fit and trim body in my early adult years, Yes, I had to put the work in, but in a different way. Body changes were a big challenge for me to learn to accept. I could tighten up my diet for a week when I was in my 30s and quickly see ab definition. Not at 51. I could spend a little extra time doing squats and see muscle lines in my legs in my 30s. Not at 51. And I could run... 10 or 12 miles on a Sunday morning and feel great by dinner, ready to take on another run before going to back to bed that evening, but not at 51. These were hard changes for me to accept, and I'm sure many of you may feel the same. What I have learned, however, is that our bodies will take care of us for a long time if we take care of them. And by keeping a positive mindset when it comes to our body image, it will impact the overall outlook we have on the aging process and our motivation to continue to take care of it, just like taking care of your vintage car. Now, before we wrap up today, I just want to share with you a couple of pieces of advice. First off, as a strong woman on the inside and out, I always feel like how you look, your body size and shape is not necessarily the most important thing. Now, if you find that you're gaining a little weight and it doesn't feel comfortable for you, I'm all about supporting you on a weight loss journey if that's what you choose to do for you. Also, I believe how we show up in the world is much more important than what our bodies look like. Even though I mentioned that in my 30s, I was pretty fit and trim, and in my 50s, my body has changed a bit. I feel good about what I have accomplished. I feel good about how I show up because I think about my style and I think about my confidence level and I think about how I feel about myself and who I'm showing up for, which really, truly is me. 
So I say that to say this. If you are on a journey to become a healthier person, let's focus on really being healthy. Not necessarily being skinny. Not necessarily looking like the people you see on TV or even your neighbor next door. Because we're all unique in our own ways. And if we start to obsess with those types of things, our mindset's going to go crazy to the left. And then we're never going to be happy with what we have. But I do believe living a healthy life is important. I do see so many different people and I work with people, y'all. My job is a people business, both coaching and in public education. And I can see people who do not take care of themselves on a regular basis suffer from illness, eventually disease that could be avoided, and just overall fitness levels that make them fatigued and stressed and overwhelmed. I see and know people whose dieting and eating habits causes them to have these continual digestive problems, headaches, again, stress and overwhelmness and fatigue because of the types of foods that are going in their bodies. I want to support women to be strong on the inside and out and to be their very best version of them. So I want you to think about where you are on your health journey. Are you in a place where you feel like at the age you're at right now, you're in pretty good shape, meaning not just physical shape, emotionally, mentally, and your own health and wellness. Are you someone that every other week you feel like you're getting a fever or a cold or the flu or the COVID or the whatever is coming along? Are you someone that you overindulge so much with your food that you are constantly feeling like I am literally sick in my stomach? Now, people say a good workout cannot outweigh a bad diet. I think that that's true when you get into the midlife. I think you have to balance. And I think you have to really, like my philosophy is, take everything in moderation. Now, here's what I do know. We can do more than what we think we can. We are stronger than we realize. But it is up to us to put the work in. It's up to us to commit to the whole aging gracefully process and learn that although aging comes with some hurdles, they're minor compared to what they could be if we just decided that when our bodies begin changing, we just give up on them and begin, begin living life with different health beliefs. Of course, I always ask you to reflect as I said, and, and I also want you to reflect on how you are aging. Can you say you're doing it gracefully? Are you enjoying your midlife without the pains and illnesses that creep up at this age? 
Are you out hoping for the newest model of your body to show up? And then when that happens, then you can enjoy life again? Or are you taking care of that body, the only one you're going to have in life? Just like that vintage car. So that you can continue to enjoy life well past your 50s, 60s, and beyond. So take some time to think about that, y'all, really seriously. I never became a PE teacher. I went right into a classroom and taught elementary ed, fourth grade, third grade, fifth grade, third grade, became a specialist, an assistant principal, and then a principal. If I could go back and do anything different now, I think I'd go back and teach PE. And for the same reason. Because it's super important for us to really make that commitment to take care of ourselves, but to also know how to do it. So if this is an area that you would like to have some support, I do provide some coaching in health and wellness. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a doctor and I'm not a nutritionist. But I know how to help people. I know how to get you on track. And I know how to be that great cheerleader for you that accountability partner, that person that's going to say, come on, girl, get yourself up out of bed and let's get that workout done. Or that person that's going to say, are you sure you want to skip that breakfast and then overindulge at lunch and then feel kind of cruddy all day? So reach out because I am here to help you. I hope today's blog blog podcast helped you out in even just the littlest way. And if you loved it, leave me a review. And if you gain any of the information from here and you feel like there's somebody you know that could really benefit from it, please feel free to share it. Because my goal is to help as many women in this world design and build a life that they want to wake up to each and every day. Until next time, this is Sherry with a girl and her dog, and this is Strong Inside and Out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlinherdog.com. Until next time.